Well, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> Another episode of Horror Research Theory. I have my guest Jason Pitts here, and we will be discussing his creations alone, Masquerade, and his Indiegogo, Lonely Echoes. Yes. So, before we even dive into those, how's it going? How are you doing? Man, it's going pretty good. Um, just a lot, lot going on. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just trying to <clears throat> get ready for Lonely Echoes um, coming up in May, and uh, that's my main, my main focus right now. But uh, yeah. So what, um, what got you? All right, this is like a two-parter kind of. Who or what got you into the horror genre? And then what's that one movie you remember that scared you? I'll say more so as a kid that scared you. No matter how silly the horror movie was, because I got I have one for you that I'll tell you right after. Okay. Um, so uh, my parents, uh, I grew up in Riverside, California. There was a um, a drive-in movie theater there, and mm -hmm. we would go. Um, we had a we had a pickup truck, and we put like sleeping bags in the back of the truck, and go to the to the drive-in and, and watch double features. And they were always horror films. That's awesome. Um, and we did that like my entire childhood from like four to, <laughs> to like eight or nine or 10 when we, when we moved to uh, Arkansas. So I grew up at the drive-in theater pretty much watching these double feature horror films. Uh, all of them, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw um back you know two two of them back to back pretty amazing experience um and they really cool um but that's how i fell in love with horror and um as far as the ones that scared me it's um it's more of like like specific scenes and okay. like my favorite horror film of all time is nightmare on elm street the first the original mm -hmm. uh, i think that concept at, for the time was just so unique and brilliant and and freddie was depicted as very scary in the first film before he started cracking one-liners and becoming yeah. uh, a, a comedian but um man that that first nightmare on street the scene where where she goes up on the ceiling and on the walls and you see the blades cutting across her that was just mm -hmm. awesome awesome and so that that scene has stuck with me for a long time um i really like uh the scene in return of the living dead when they're interrogating the uh the corpse on the table oh, and they're nice. asking her like you know why do you eat people and she's like not people i eat brains why do you eat brains and she's like the pain of being dead i can feel myself rot that has always just stuck with me and just has creeped me out i love that love that scene so it's just like little scenes here and there in all of these different films that have just stuck with me that I love. Okay. Okay. That's not as cool though. Say so for me, as far as what got me into horror was just at the time I was the youngest one around. I was, I'd followed like my older cousins, my older brother around. And the one thing they let me do is when we all hang out, whether we're at, you know, one of my aunt's houses or my mother's house was hang out and watch movies with them and horror movies. Mm -hmm. And the rule was, don't be, you know, don't be getting all scared and crying and waking up my aunt so-and-so because, okay, you were, I'm sure you lived in these times as well as I did. Yes, yes. Wake up your parents, especially if I'm too young to be watching horror, you're going to get a spanking. And it's you're not going to be all of us. <laughs> so yeah. I would do that. And then, like, we would just camp out in the living room. I'd just be able to sleep down there with them. But there would be points where I'd be so scared to walk to the bathroom on my own. So one of them would walk me to the bathroom right outside the door and then come back. I'll go back and watch the movie. But the one movie that stands out, I'm sure there was more, but one movie that stands out that scared me when I was a kid was Tales from the Creep. Tales from the Creep. Creep. Oh, fucking Creep Show. Sorry. Creep Show. Creep Show. Yeah. Thanks for the ride, lady. I don't yeah, know. Your, oh, love it. Yeah. Thanks and for the ride, lady. I, I've never forgot that line. And to this day, like, it doesn't scare me now. I'll just laugh at it. Like, what the hell was so scary about this? But then I'm like, you know what? I was watching this when I was about, I got into horror when I was about five years old, similar to you. And mm. it was just one of those things to where I think I this is what I do miss about watching horror as a kid is your, your imagination plays those tricks. Like, you know, it's fake, but at the same time, you're like, well, what if it is real? Well, what if, you know, so-and-so is under my bed or whatever. And I miss, I miss that fear you have 
just for that moment of watching the actual film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the other stuff that you're afraid of as a kid. Yeah, I don't really need that part. But just just the actual part of watching the film, having that fear, and then say once the movie goes off, boom, fear goes away. I wish I still had that. Yeah. But I still love and enjoy horror. I mean, I did end up making a podcast on it and stuff. So yes. Got to enjoy it. But that that's a movie that really stood out as far as that goes. And as far as I don't necessarily have a favorite horror movie. I do have a favorite slasher, which is Jason. Mm. I mean, got the part seven, yeah. which is my favorite part seven mask right there. Yeah. My favorite one of the all the all those movies. But it's just excuse me. And I think the reason why I like Jason so much, besides the fact that just I mean it was cool and brutal, was back in the day, Friday the thirteenth. It's I feel like I know it didn't, but it seems like Friday the thirteenth came around a lot more when I was a kid. But just being able to watch it on the USA network, yes, I know they cut out a lot of the good parts, but yeah. watching it on the USA network every Friday the thirteenth because it'll be on that whole weekend. Yeah, those and marathons, then, yeah. Yes, yes. And then finally watching them on VHS. And then finally, I remember when the DVD, the first DVDs of it came out, it came out in the eight box set. Mm-hmm. Or nine, sorry, nine. I think Jason. Yeah, was I think it was, it was nine. Yeah, Jason. Oh, it was, it was eight. eight. The first one was eight because uh, uh, Jason Goes to Hell was New Line. So Paramount put out that first one, uh, oh. which was parts one through eight, which is all Paramount. And then Jason Goes to Hell was separate because it was New Line. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Either way, I got that one. I remember buying it from FYE and it was 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my brother, myself and my brother Henry watched that whole thing like that, that whole weekend, watched that whole franchise. And then like the deleted scenes, the extras and all that, which is just cool, which I love that stuff. But it was just like, it's so cool how movies from then, just like the 80 slashes, I'll say in general, how like we're still talking about them now. And you mentioned, I'll even go back to 74 because you mentioned Texas Chainsaw Mask and we're still talking about like those originals now, people are still making remakes or fan film fan films of those films now because of those original films. And that's just, it's like, it's like every 50 years, there's like a uh, massive horror uh, renaissance. It's like in the thirties, you had um, like the universal monsters, Frankenstein, Dracula, mummy. I mean, we're still talking about them too. And then you go, then you go like 50 years where it's just, stuff and, and then you get to the late 70s and early 80s and you have just this other huge massive uh renaissance of all of these new That's uh, true. yeah and uh so i'm looking forward to uh you know what happens in 30 years <laughs> i mean all right for do you have a favorite genre of horror like subgenre i should say like for me it's slasher um yeah i i like I like slashers. I love zombie films. Uh, I love uh, the, like the psychological horror films. Um, I, I wouldn't say there's a favorite one. I just I like I like it all really. Um, I don't really care for uh, if you go too extreme with the torture porn stuff. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really a fan of like Human Centipede and 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 that kind of body horror stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Hostel. I didn't really care for Hostel. Um, I liked the first half of um, uh, Cabin Fever. I think the first half of Cabin Fever was brilliant. The second half was terrible. Um, so yeah, I just if you if it goes just too far in that direction, I I don't I don't really care for that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, that stuff doesn't really bother me. Like I'll I'll watch anything. I'm sure you will too. I, I'll give yeah. any at least a chance, but um. Like I love all those, I love all those subgenres of horror too. But again, I think just going back to just using Friday the Thirteenth as the example I gave earlier, it's just because I was so used to it. Because again, came on the USA Network all the time, and then you also like Halloween, and just again renting those movies as a kid, I would gravitate towards the slashers. Besides yeah. looking at you know, like, oh wow, this is a cool movie cover. Let's get this, and I just. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting more into, I think what it is now too, is that I'm getting more into the paranormal and all the other stuff like that, that has like more of a deeper story to it. Those are very interesting to me and intriguing and all that great stuff. But there's just something, there's just something about the slasher. I'm just like, it's always going to just be like a little bit above. Yeah. A little bit above the gap may have closed a little bit. They've gotten closer, but it's always going to have like a little bit above. It was your, it was your first love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like your first true love and horror, but like got me like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> he popped. I mean, as far as like Jason goes, when you look at these masks, I know it's a hockey mask, but you don't call it a hockey. Mask. Everybody calls it a Jason mask. Yeah. 
everybody. This is a Jason. <laughs> it's a Jason mask. He impacted uh, pop culture for sure. Oh yeah, changed, oh, changed everything. And I mean, that's. I think that's another thing I love about again going back to the eighty slashers. I call them the big three with Jason, Michael, and Freddie. It's just mm-hmm. those three people. Like as fans, we still want to see films from them. Like. And, and we're all we all want them a certain way. Like, listen, this is how we want them to be like touching the originals. Maybe add your own twist a little bit, not too much, but kind of you know staying true to the how the you know how the ones we grew up with or watched you know as kids and all that stuff. But it's fun uh, to watch. Things yeah, like the fan, the fan films are so popular. Like even the yes. uh, um, like some of the ones <laughs> that don't have as big of a budget as you would like. That that don't don't maybe don't look as great still have you know hundreds of thousands of views on on youtube because people you, love you, you know what it is though with the fan films with a lot of them that i've seen is i mean the titles right i mean they're just the thing you call them fan films it's a film by the like what we actually want to see in these films they may not have the budget which i wish that they did so they can mm-hmm. really you know what i mean really take it to that level but the, it's <clears throat> it's a mixture of what you know certain groups of fans want to see but overall it's like yeah you can peel a little bit of this from this. You can peel a little from this, peel a little from this and this one and put it all into one film and it would just be amazing. Yeah. It'd be amazing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, you know, it, it, it's, it's just one of those things too with like, this is by far my favorite genre. And I say that because horror is, I feel is one of the only genres, if not the only genre where you can literally go in any direction and you're going to have fans. You could have a romantic horror movie if you wanted to. Absolutely. You can have, there's so many comedy horrors. And like we said, you know, all the other subgenres. you can have, I mean, one of my, my favorite comedy horrors called Thanks Killing about a killer yeah. turkey. Yeah. Love that movie. And I highly recommend it. If you've never seen it, part one and part three, I actually, and- I actually did a paper in, in, in college about uh, the horror genre and how, how creative it is. And I made an argument that every, every, like it's, it's the most pure genre um, because everything is about fear. Like, yeah, every, every genre is about fear. Like even the romantic comedies, like you connect with, um, your audience's fear of ending up alone. So you create this, this, you know, feel good love story of this character, these two characters falling in love and living happily ever after. Like, it's all, it's all about, um, tapping into that fear of, of, in, of being alone and living your life alone. Um, and uh, even even like some of the comedies, like uh, something about Mary, like mm-hmm. uh, the scene that pops into my mind is when he uh, zips zips up his, uh, his his balls in the zipper. Like that's hilarious, right? But why is that funny? Is because every man fears that, right? It's like, man, I don't want that to happen to me. Um, so like er- like I just made this argument in this paper about how every every story at its core is about fear and that's how you connect to people and so they're like the horror film is the most pure genre because you don't hide it you know what i mean i like that i like that that's a that's a very that's a very interesting way of putting it a very interesting way of putting it and we could dive into your stuff so what got you into uh yeah what got you into directing like how did you is that something you always wanted to do growing up or is it just something you just I don't know how that works. Like, did you just try? Yeah. Some people say I just, you know, just tried it and fell in love. Some people always wanted to do it. Are you? I've always been an idea guy. Um, just even from a little kid, uh, I always wanted to write and and create these stories. And and so I wrote. Uh, I taught myself how to how to write scripts. I bought books. I went to classes. I took seminars, um, and I started writing screenplays. And I started sending them out and posting them on the internet. There's a, uh, there's a website called simplyscripts.com. And I have two scripts on there that I posted back in the early two thousands. Um, they've been on there ever since. Um, but, uh, and then didn't hear anything like, no, no, nobody was interested. Uh, uh, nobody would even read them. Uh, there was one, uh, one production company that, um, was interested in one of the scripts that I posted on simply scripts. And, uh, they actually ended up creating it and, and shooting it and making it. And it's, it's called Manji. You can buy it on Amazon now. Nice. Um, but it was made back in 2006. And I was able to walk into any blockbuster or Hollywood video at the time and see my movie with my name on the shelf, which was a really cool experience. Uh, but I, I never made it, any money off of it. Um, 
Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it, it, it did. But um, so I decided after a long time that nobody, like nobody takes unsolicited, unsolicited materials. So mm -hmm. I started to, like, if I wanted my stories to be made, I was going to have to do it myself. Um, so I started, uh, that's how I got into directing. I was like, man, I got to do it myself. And uh, <clears throat> I did a little bit back in, in, uh, in high school. I, I directed a feature film. And it was very overwhelming, and uh, the the movie's done. And it's it's not very good, but um, uh, I I'm pr I am proud of it because it I finished it, um, and it, it's not the story's not bad, but um, I didn't I didn't do anything in film for a long time, like fifteen years. Oh wow! And then, and then I decided with alone about three years ago, I decided to get back into it, um, not to make like I, I one of the reasons i stopped is because of the experience with the one movie where i didn't make any money and i was like and this, this business sucks you know um so this time around I, I did it more for passion just because i love doing it and um and the more i direct the more i love it and the more i learn and i i think i'm with each one i'm getting a little better at it so that's how that happened. <laughs> it's a long process. There's nothing wrong. But the, the, the thing is, though, like how you said you, I mean, it sucks. That you, it was cool. You got to see a movie in Blockbuster, but it sucks you didn't get paid for it. But it's cool. Yeah. I, I Like, it's understandable. You're like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. And then you just thought about it. You know what? Like, this is my passion. I'm not going to just give up because I got screwed over, basically. Yeah, it, took, it took me a long time to to get to that point mentally. But, yeah. <laughs> understandable because i mean if i've i've never been in a situation like that but i can think of you have something that you're so passionate about and then you finally feel like you've made it to that moment and then it kind of just gets kind of kind of pulled from you in a sense of like yeah my name's on the cover but where is my you know i put in this work i created this story where's my where's my due yeah so i understand that but it's cool you still again it's cool you still came back still stuck with it and created alone yeah <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, alone. Uh, man, is a. I I love the story. I love the characters. It's doing really well, um, and it kicked off uh, a series of four films that uh, we're calling the Alone Saga. Oh, nice! And uh, uh, we are the, the 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 team, the cast and crew that have come together around the story is everyone is so talented and so amazing. And they all believe in, in me and the story. And to have uh, that kind of support and backing has, has just been amazing. Um, so I'm very thankful for, for where we're at right now with, with this series. That's awesome. And it's doing really well in the theater, in the uh, film festivals too. Alone has like, uh, I think the last count was 16 awards. Oh. And, and Masquerade is up to 10, 10 now. That's nice. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Yeah. So with like I told you, I watched both of these films like right before we did this, a little bit before we did this, and I don't want to because I know a lot of. I'm not going to say we can yet. spoil them. I don't want to spoil it, but what I do want to say is, don't underestimate old people in this one. <laughs> 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 That's no way. Like the, the so. The connection that what I enjoyed with this film was the that with with that scene that I'm discussing because you know what I'm talking about is with yeah. the cop and the older lady, and then mm -hmm. the woman. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say what happened to her because again, I want you guys to check this film out. Um, and I was just like, it was just cool how that all connected in the one seat where he's looking in the car, he looks down, sees the purse, and he's like, you know what? You might want to check that before you <laughs> get pulled over. <laughs> and he just got back and I'm just like, wow, it's so crazy how that connect. Like I, I wasn't after, you know, the scene with him earlier in the movie, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to see him again. And I like how you brought him back. Cause I did, I do remember him mentioning being a sheriff. I'm like, okay, this is, you know, he's one of those. Yeah. Type of <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's one of those types of sheriffs. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit. And uh, man, so, so something really crazy kind of happened with this movie with that character is uh, um, I I didn't expect people to hate him so much like they they hate him more than they do the actual villain in the film. Well, like, 
you, you know what it is though i think it's because of the whole scene in in the hotel yeah and people automatically like rightfully so would get pissed yeah, from that. and then it just goes from there and not even the whole messing around on his wife or whatever i mean not that, yeah. that people don't get upset about that but what he did to her yeah. it's just like okay that now that's just you know that's fucked up that's over the yeah. top or, so yeah. with the older lady, because you think she's just some sweet old lady, and then you nope. <laughs> no, nope. the line, the line when he pulls her over, and he's all like, "Do you know why I pulled you over? Because I can." Man, people hate that. <laughs> yep. And they like they just they just hate that character. And uh, I, I I wrote him so that people would hate him, but I didn't expect them to hate. Like they people kind of connect a little bit with uh, with Patty, but man, they hate him. I just didn't expect that level of yeah yeah and you know what I, mean? I I love that with certain films though where it's just like you just do not like that character I can give you for me again going back to Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven Bad News Cruise yeah here's yeah. a fun here's yeah. a fun quick tidbit about this right so I was introduced what is it Terry Kaiser I was yeah, introduced Terry, Terry Kaiser from Friday the Thirteenth Part Seventeen or Part Seven Part Seventeen I didn't see Weekend at Bernie's until. Maybe about a couple of weeks ago for my other podcast because we, mm-hmm. you know, non horror movies, and so I actually got to meet him. A few I met, I met him. I met Lar Park Lincoln. I met I can never remember his name. I think his first name was Kevin, but Jean Jacket. You know who I'm talking about? From yeah, Park. yeah, yeah. I was on a panel with them with my podcast, and like, you know, I was going. I got it. Got their autographs and all that stuff. And my wife was like, did you know he was in Weekend at Bernie's? I was like, I've never even seen that movie before. <laughs> but I know him from Friday the 13th, Part 7. Yeah. And just one of the nicest people in the world. Because I hated his character in Part 7. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, me and you, I told him to his I was like, me and you, as far as Friday the 13th, Part 7 goes, me and you have issues in the movie. Because, like, in real life, you're freaking awesome. But it, again, just going to, yeah. to, with the alone thing, like how you're saying with the, with the sheriff character, how people just do not like him in this movie rightfully so but yeah. in real life i'm sure he's probably a cool guy he's probably a nice guy well, he's a great guy i actually went to high school with him <laughs> it's just funny how certain you know what i mean how certain things like that can like you watch a certain movie and you're just like i cannot stand this guy and i'm sure there's certain actors where you don't necessarily dislike them in real life but they play certain roles so well you're like i can't stand you in this movie or this movie <laughs> or this movie. and but it really sh- it really shows how well somebody acted when they can do those certain scenes to really drive it home because you've also seen certain i'm sure you've seen i know i have which i'm not gonna mention any movies but where it's like a similar situation in a scene but it wasn't acted out right either the facial expressions the body language or something it doesn't sell it for you so yeah just, something just didn't hit right on it yeah yes yes but with this yeah i'm just and again i was just like oh shit because that scene right there, I was like, this guy's, a, this guy's an asshole. And then when, again, you see the old lady. I, I had a feeling there was something up with the older lady, though, because I'm like, yeah. this, there's just something off. There's just something off. And then little by little by little. More is revealed. And, yes. Because yeah. she kept mentioning being, like, alone, not like not liking to be alone and all of this stuff. I, I like how she, it made you think when she brought up her husband. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so she says the whole thing about what she did. And then she kind of made a joke about it. Yeah, and yeah. And then once you see how this ends with you know with the with the girl she's with, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Going back to what she said about her husband, she should have probably got out that car <laughs> right away. <laughs> it just left. Yeah, it's funny because uh, when when you when you write characters like that, you, you get to play with a lot of things, and uh, that that aspect of her is kind of modeled after the Joker from uh, The Dark Knight. She okay. tells she tells three stories in this film, one about her husband, one about uh, working in the nursing home, and one about her son, like her son disappearing. Mm-hmm. And as a viewer, once you get to the end of this thing, and you, and you you realize like what she is and who she is, you can look back on it and be like, man, I don't know what, uh, like. To, do I believe anything she said? <laughs> it, it's tough. It, it's really tough because at the same time, you're just like, this is just. Yeah. Because you, you think it just says, you know, a sweet old lady. You're thinking, you know, you go over there. If she's your neighbor. She's like the she she has like the, the presence of or the look of that older lady that you go. You know, she's giving the kids in the neighborhood like cookies and yeah. milk and lemonade and stuff like that and hard candies. And 
if she's giving you those, it's probably poisoning. <laughs> yeah. And the, the actress that played her, uh, Marilyn Knapp, she, she played her perfectly. Like, oh, yeah. so good. Yes, Fantastic. yes. Because, again, it was one of those ones where it was real innocent, and then, you know, you see more of a sinister side. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell you, do not <laughs> underestimate older people <laughs> at all. <No. laughs> How innocent they look. I have a question for you. Okay. Did you happen to watch these films through the credits? Because I love post-credit scenes, and both of them have... I See, with this one, I did not, but with the other one, I did, and I'm glad I did. I have to go back and watch it with Alone. With uh, Masquerade, I did, and you know, it was funny, so I was just like, I think I accidentally hit, I was watching watching it on the YouTube link you sent me. I think I accidentally hit my fire stick remote, like when I was going through the credits and fast forward. I just actually... And I was just like, oh shit, there's something else after the credits. And then you <laughs> yeah. see the, this one. Yeah. Another don't underestimate. Don't underestimate a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she could be the granddaughter of that old lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because <laughs> it was, I was like, this girl. There, and I had a feeling there was something because, again, I don't want to give away spoilers, but the way it was set up. The people mm-hmm. outside. I'm not going to get too far into that. And then just kind of like, okay. I thought something was going to happen to her is basically what I'm getting at. Like, I thought she was going to be the victim, and she yes. definitely wasn't. Yes. And what ended up going down, goes, going down she's done this shit before. And what I did enjoy about this one as well is I like how you how you guys um add the aspect of, like, with the phone and uploading videos and all sorts, because it's the obsession of the internet to the session of YouTube and getting views, whether it's yeah. for good things or bad things. And for her, it's not too good, <laughs> but it, it, it still, it still gave you like that realism to it, to an extent, as far as just how people like just to clickbait, just to get view, whatever the case may be that book. Like, oh, wow. So this is what I'm like, Oh wow. This is, this is different. This is different. This is something. This is something. Now do these two stories connect? Yes. So, um, do you remember in Alone when Kat first gets into Patty's car? Mm-hmm. And she picks up that magazine and we see the cover and she kind of flips through it. Yes. That is Sylvia. Oh, shit. I see, I got to go back and watch that now. But yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And then in Alone, um, in the sunset scene, you remember how Kat's talking about her, her twin sister and how she's a detective? Yes. So, at the end of Masquerade, Yes. Yeah. She gets the phone call. That's her twin sister. Oh. The phone call is about cat miss going missing. Okay. I that I did catch. That you I did catch. catch. Okay. Holy. I can only wait. To, I can't wait to see how they connect in Lonely Echoes now. Yeah, Lonely Echoes. Um, so There's... alone, alone, and Masquerade are kind of loosely connected. Okay. Through, through the magazine cover. Um, and 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 through the connection with the twin sister, but Lonely Echoes really starts bringing these two storylines together. Nice, and I I like how see how you just mentioned that and pointed it out more with um, Alone and Masquerade how how they have like that. I guess it's one of those connections where like if you're not I'm not gonna say if you're not yeah if you're not if you do, you just glimpse you might if you yeah. missed it you miss it it's not like a throw it in your face type of connection it's like hey it's something there that's kind of you just got to be watching it yeah honestly i would say because they're what is it 32 minutes i believe and 37 uh, minutes. yeah alone alone is 32 and masquerade's 37 watch them back to back people just because the, the reason why i say that is because like i say if you watch one one day and one the next day you may miss the connections just because you may forget and there's but you watch them back to back you'll get those connections I, and i knew they had to be connected somehow and and my the goal with all of these is is to be able to watch all four of them back to back at once um and ideally there i think if they if lonely echoes when i wrote the scripts finished and it's about 39 pages long now both alone and masquerade were 22 pages and then they ended up being like 30 to and 37. So I, I kind of feel like Lonely Echoes might end up being in the 50 minute range. It's going to be long. There's a okay. lot that happens in it. 
Um, mask or the, the fourth one unmasked. If we can keep that around 30 minutes, um, then all together it'll be like an, like two and a half hours, which isn't bad. Like this regular film and, and you'll be able to watch them all four of them back to back at the same time. And just, um, that, you know, that's, that's my goal with it is for people to be able to do that. Now, my question for you, like, are they all in order or is there like a yeah. prequel or, yeah, they're they're all in order. You can watch uh, you can watch Masquerade before you watch Alone, or you can watch Alone before you ma- Masquerade. The, the the Masquerade and Alone kind of happen almost simultaneously, so uh, you won't you won't miss anything if you watch those two out of order. Uh, but but definitely with Lonely Echoes and Unmasked, there there is an order. It's, it, Lonely Echoes you definitely have to watch third, and then when we do Unmasked, you'll definitely have to watch that fourth. That's that's kind of cool with um, masquerading alone though, just for the simple fact of, like you said, it's it's obviously the same timeline, same universe, same everything like that. But they're almost they almost coincide together back to back. And if you watch from alone, where you have you know the one main girl, mm-hmm. and how she's kind of talking about how she's alone, so you know she's going through some things or whatever, and you know basically missing, and then with the masquerade how her twin sister that kind of brings that up and again with alone with the magazine and the chick so i like how it kind of and how the the one girl that was in the magazine so popular and famous and you know when what when, when things certain things happen in that film people are surprised that it's her yeah because if she's on some sort of like dating app so to speak it's like yeah. uni- not unanimous what's the word i'm looking for anonymous uh, uh, there you go anonymous yeah. oh sorry i was watching ufc fights last night <laughs> You did this decision, but uh, yeah, anonymous, and I'm just like, okay, okay, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch them again because that I did miss the magazine part, but I did catch the, the twin sister thing, yeah, cool. Uh, I oh, I do want to tell you this. Um, if you are interested, we have a, a Facebook group called So Good It's Scary, where what we do is we tell people who have horror shorts that are half hour or less post them on there and what that does what i try i try to tell this which we're going to put on the page eventually but let's us when we go live like this i would show the horror like your youtube link live your name and stuff would be in the credits of course or in the description all that of course and your Mm -hmm. link we'd show it live before like we do our full movie review and if you want to come on for that to kind of discuss your film some show it live and discuss it you said they have to be 30 minutes or less yeah, but for so for alone because it's like thirty two, and for the for um masquerade thirty seven. Yeah. Those I would let kind of pass, but my whole thing is I don't want it to be like, to be where people like forty five half hour hour. Yeah. Now, if it was like a full episode dedicated to it, I could do that as well. So it's like say if we did it back to back, watching back to back, then kind of discuss them as well. But I just you know what I mean. So that I could also make happen. Yeah, I love I love to do that. Um, we can we can we can do that back to back. Awesome. Um, uh, Masquerade is doing its festival run right now, uh, so the link, the link is private, and okay. I'm only like sharing that with like friends and and people like you, like podcasts and stuff like that. Um, okay. But I, I can make an exception for that as long as it doesn't like become wide, very widely public, because that'll disqualify us with some of the film festivals that we're in. Now, how now? How long do the film festivals run? Because I mean, I can we could easily set it up once the film festival is done. That way, you don't have to worry about. Uh, I was planning on letting it go live, uh, probably around uh, June ish. Okay, I mean, I'm if you're fine, I'm fine with doing something over the just again. So that way, you I don't want you guys getting in trouble for anything or disqualify. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Yeah, uh, I, as long as it's not a public link and to where anybody can just find it. Then uh, I see what you're saying. It, so it's not going to so, be a problem. It, it, keeping the link private, it, it, it should still be okay. And if we're going to do that, I would love to do it uh, before the Indiegogo uh, page is done. Okay. Yeah, and so that that expires in like 42 days, I think, or 40 something days. Oh, we could definitely, we'll definitely set something up then, because I think yeah. just, and again, I can. That's no big deal as far as, like you said, so so you could, it would be fine to show it. It's just, you don't want the link to be like in out there for anybody. Exactly. Yes. Right. Good to know. Good to know. The link for alone is fine, but not, not for masquerade. Not yet. Okay. Not till the summer. Yeah. Basically. And you, you would be able to show it without sharing the link, right? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because okay. we can do that. We can do that. The um, which I don't know if you've announced it yet, so I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say what trailer it was, but the trailer that you showed me on um before we went live. Like, yeah, that's I, you can show that. Yeah. Which, yeah, the, the uh, Night of the Beast trailer is 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 public. It's out there. Anybody could could find it and search for it. So awesome. Yeah. Oh, yes, people. All I'm gonna say is Jason versus Bigfoot. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. It completely different take that I'm excited for. A lot of fun. Completely different take. How did you come up with that idea? So uh, when I very first decided that I wanted to make a Jason fan film. Uh, I made a post here in Arkansas on our Arkansas film page. I was like, "Hey, I want to do a big f- or a Jason movie. Uh, anyone want to help me?" And one of the people that that replied, his name is Jason Mansfield, uh, and he lives here in Arkansas. And he's a he's a big uh, like Bigfoot and UFO type enthusiast. He's huge into urban legends and 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 folklore and stuff like that. And we just got to talking about about what we would do with a with with a jason film and i was just scrolling through his page and just is all this bigfoot stuff and he's got bigfoot um costumes and and all this stuff and i was just like why don't we just do jason versus bigfoot and he's all <laughs> like i love it <laughs> so that's what we did <laughs> hey, listen man. again i i like I, I like when ideas just get thrown together like that like yeah. just, you know I had I I knew I knew that I wanted to do a Cretan Duke uh, backstory, and I knew that I wanted to do something with uh, the kids that were under the bed in part six. Um, so that that storyline, those two storylines were already um, in my mind and developing. And then and then when he came aboard, and I was like, let's do Bigfoot. I kind of just kind of wove Bigfoot into the into those stories. And uh, it, it turned out pretty well. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Yeah. And that I that's gonna be that's definitely gonna be a fun one. Like that, I can't wait to I can't wait to check out. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah. And then you have the Indiegogo for Lonely Echoes going right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Said, that's good. You said that's live for another how how much longer? Uh, let me look. I think it's 40 like 42 days uh let me look here hold on okay but um yeah um so if you look at the names of the actors on the poster it's a lot of uh names from both alone and uh masquerade so we really start to uh start to bring these two stories and characters together <clears throat> Yeah, see that's cool. All right, so it's alive for another forty-eight days. Okay, okay. Nice, nice. And what I can do too, really quick, is let me just find the share button. Pull up your Indiegogo because you have the Indiegogo live right now. So anybody yeah. watching, go check it out. Well, mine says forty-eight days. Yours says forty-seven days. So I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh man, people! There's about forty some odd days, yeah. <laughs> and you know, let's check this Indiegogo out. Yeah, talk a little bit about the feel there of of how we're going to do it. So, what, one of the concepts behind all of these movies is we're shooting them each as a different subgenre of the horror, overarching horror genre, like. Um, uh, Alone was shot as a psychological horror film like um, uh, Misery or, or Psycho. And uh, Masquerade was shot as a uh, home invasion slasher film like um, uh, like The Strangers or, or You're Next. And, and we're doing um, Lonely Echoes, like the investigative horror type film like uh, Seven or um silence of the lambs it's gonna have that type of feel okay. to it okay nice nice yeah this is a lot of, a lot of cool perks there yes um, there's a fe- featured extra we have a scene where we need a lot of extras so there's uh some featured extra perks available that's awesome um, yeah that's awesome and i seen you had uh 
trailer. Is it okay if I play the trailer for this? Absolutely. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, that, that actually goes too long. Um, oh, yeah. I think actually that's the trailer for Masquerade, honestly, if you click on it. All right. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. One of these. Yeah, that's the trailer for Masquerade. Because we, we haven't shot anything for Lonely Echoes yet. So one of those links is the trailer for Masquerade. The other one is the actual film for Alone. So, yeah, you can play. Go ahead and play uh, the trailer. It's cool, for it's cool to play it's the cool. trailer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Famous people are people too. I saw them. There's people in your house. I don't know how many there are or, or who they are, but they're all wearing masks and we need to get out. What are you hiding? <laughs> I can't hear you. I forgot I muted my I muted my mic so it wouldn't pick up the yeah the, ambience. But uh, no, I was just saying, you guys, when you get a chance to see uh, these, you gotta watch these when you can. Yeah. So alone, you can go on YouTube right now, type in Jason Pitts alone, and watch that the entire film for free. Uh, Masquerade. Um, one of the perks for the Lonely Echoes uh, Indiegogo campaign is a it's a five dollar perk. Uh, if you get that, I will email you the link to Masquerade to where you can watch it. There, you go. it's worth it. It's definitely worth it, people. I got to watch it earlier. Definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. Definitely check out this Indiegogo too, and just watch more of what Jason has coming out. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Like I, I, <laughs> Thank you, I don't man. know what I'm more excited for between this story being complete and Jason versus Bigfoot. I put them in together too, if you want. <laughs> oh. Let me let me let me grab it back up here, cause that I was like, yeah, this is. Let me grab it for you real quick. Give me like two seconds. Pull it over here. I like the screen sharing stuff. It's I, pretty I cool. Love it. <laughs> I freaking love it. Yeah. Uh, right here. Right here. Shit ton of bodies out there over the years. John, I don't think there's anybody here. I know. Welcome to Crystal Lake. Here you cannot hide. See the beauty all around you. Yet someone here has died. In between the bird seats. Can you hear the screams? Something here is hunting you, even in your dreams. They were called crystal, but bodies lay in the mud. The water is not clearing yet, it seems thicker than blood. Welcome to your nightmare, <sighs> and welcome to his pain. Welcome to your last day because evil is insane. Again, another fun one. Another yeah. fun. Another, yeah. Yeah, and you, I mean, a lot of the cast and crew, I'd say about 80% of the cast and crew that worked on uh, Lonely or uh, Alone and Masquerade also worked on, on Voorhees. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, you'll reckon, you, 
the actress that played Sylvia in Masquerade was in that trailer, and uh, also the actor who played um, um, uh, An Anton in Masquerade was also in the trailer. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I would really love to get you back on with some of the actors and actresses for like a nice. Absolutely, we can do that. Hey man, how's it going? Thanks for dropping in, Doomsday. Appreciate it. But it'll be yeah, I think that would be fun to kind of just to get everybody's perspective. Maybe even um, hmm, what to think of something. We'll 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 talk behind scenes and think of some things, some fun things. Right. Dreams, how's it going, man? Appreciate you dropping in. Go check out the alone trailer or go check out the alone film, guys. It's in. It's actually dropped it in the description. So go check that out on YouTube. Also, check out the Indiegogo for uh, Lonely Echoes. And, yeah, five. By the way, Lonely Echoes, listen, here's what you guys can do. Go to Lonely Echoes. Five bucks so you guys can see Masquerade. Five yes. bucks. You guys can see Masquerade. That way you can watch Alone and Masquerade right after it. Yes. Highly recommended. Definitely worth it. But we will, if you guys are paying attention to the live, a few minutes ago we did say we're going to show them both back to back and have, like, a full review on them with Jason and I'm hoping with the cat, some people yeah. from the cat from I'll, I'll get a lot of the cast. Whoever whoever you want, I'll try to get. They're very, we'll very they're all very supportive. Um yeah, one one of the uh reasons other than just our passion and love uh for, for filmmaking, um, but one of the things we're hoping that these four films do is just showcase what we can do and our talent to mm -hmm. you know to people. So that yeah. Everyone is more than willing to come on to these shows and talk. And, uh, and I love that. So, like, if just again, just reach out and let me know. Absolutely, I love that stuff. And like, I like how because <clears throat> I've dealt with you know with the indie scene for a while now, from before. And like, I like how I love the ones that want to come on, like the actors and actresses mm -hmm. that want to come on and just discuss films that they're even if it's just a role where they're in the scene for ten minutes and that's it. Mm -hmm. Because like you're a part of that film, you should want to you know talk about it, brag about it, and all that other stuff. Versus like you've had some, I've had some to where I've created posts or reached out. I'd get the director on, the producers and stuff like that on, but actors next. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, and then it's like they don't want to come and promote the movie. I'm like, yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, you're a part of it. Why don't you want to promote what you were? Yeah. If, if the film is good or bad, at the very least, just to get your face seen, your voice heard. Even yeah. you know, this is a smaller platform. This is a small platform right now. Yes, but still, somebody's gonna hear it, see it, check it out. Absolutely. Love it and the way I look at it too is when it comes to film across any genre, love it or hate it, it's going to be in some sort of conversation. That way, ears, oh, let me go check it out. Oh, you didn't like it? Well, let me check it out because, you know, or you loved it? Oh, let me go check it out because whatever and yeah. all that other fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah and all, all the people on my team, cast and crew, the people behind the camera, they're all so talented. And um, they, they, we, we talk about this all the time. They realize, how much of an opportunity this th these films are for for all of us because um a lot of people are seeing them uh they're 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 getting a lot of uh, attention they're winning awards and festivals all across the, the the planet um just in two weeks we're going to atlanta for the days of the dead horror film festival and convention masquerade was awesome. um, se selected and uh it's, it's playing at their film festival that's awesome at, 6 p.m. Friday night, which is a great spot. That's um, really, you know, yeah. Kane Hodder is going to be there. Doug Bradley, all of these legends are going to be there, and we just so thankful for for the opportunities that that these movies are opening for us. So they all they all understand, and they all are very very willing and and to come on and talk. So um, yeah, we I would definitely love to set that up, and they don't even have to be people that were on screen. I mean, anybody. Yeah. I, again, I don't know enough about film set, but you did the lights, you did the sound, cameraman, anybody, because it'd be cool to get the perspective. Like, how is Absolutely. it to be on the set of a horror film? And, you know, just, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love getting actors. Anybody that's a part of the film is who I'd love to get on to, you know, cool. just well, I will, film with. I will uh, put out an open call. <laughs> I have a, okay. So is, there, is there a limit of how many people you can have? <laughs> so, including myself. It could be ten at a time. Ten, okay. But I mean, we could we could figure some things out. Maybe have you know x amount of people come on on certain days and just kind of like one day maybe have you know x amount of people on when we show the film or whatever. We'll figure mm -hmm. something out. Yeah. Even people are rotated out. They stay for x amount of time and kind of yeah. rotate. 
Again, we'll talk about it for sure. Yeah, that'll be fun though, because I just I love for me like with this whole podcasting thing. One, I love it. I love the horror community, and I love discussing horror in any way, shape, or form that I can. And I just, I love connecting with the indie scene because it's like I'm I connect with you, right? And now yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're friends with other indie producers, directors, and all that good stuff. Hey, come check out this podcast. And me, I'm like, hey, other podcast. You guys should interview these people. It, it just I love how it works. How we all help each other out with that. Yeah. So, just on this podcast, you guys should check it out, blah blah blah, and vice versa. Hey, you guys should check this film out. Hey, podcasters, get get them on your get them on your show because it's you're gonna have a good time. It's a creative economy. Yeah, I agree 100. It's. I appreciate you coming on, though, man. I agree. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I do have right. to drop one real quick. Uh, hang on, it's gonna put us both backstage, but it's my quick sponsor, real quick, and sure. talk for a few more minutes. So where's damn man? Valentine's Day is coming up, bro. I feel like I don't I don't think I got my plans, you know, as dope as they could be. Right now I just got a bottle of wine and a movie planned out. I mean, you got any ideas for me, bro? Bro, I'm over here trying to figure out how to make a song with this thing over here with this guitar. Like I I'm I need some. I got the answer to both of your problems. Both of you. <gasps> Hempreader, guys. You go to iHempreader.com, you said you have that nice wine. Pour some of this in her wine. Be nice and relaxed. And she'll still get the good flavors of the wine mixed with some lime. And there's gummies. Okay. Give her that with the candies, Chris. Okay. Play your little guitar. Sip it on some Hemparita. And you could say, Hemparita. And woo her to sleep. Fancy. Yeah, if you're into CBDs, man. It's a great, great, it's legal too, but it's a great product, great CBD product. They have gummies and shooters. The shooters are about this big. And one shooter is two servings, one gummy per serving, and mm. very relaxing. So, nice. guys, check out Hemparita and make sure you guys check out Jason on his social medias and all that great stuff. Yep. Go check out the Alone film. Again, it's in the description. Go check out the Indiegogo. It's in the description. So, you can't say you can't find it. Hemparita is also in the description, so you don't even have to worry about spelling it out. Just hit that link in the description. When you, you know, when you catch up, promo, use promo code search thirty, save yourself some money. But um, is there anything else you want to discuss, Jason? I think uh, I think that we covered just about everything. So awesome. again, right. thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. One final question for you, for up and coming indie director, what is one piece of advice you would give them? Don't quit. It's hard. It's very hard, uh, especially to get started. Um, the, the biggest advice I have for anybody um, is just don't quit. Uh, just keep keep going. You guys heard it first there. And if you've heard what he was discussing earlier. Yeah, I almost quit. I almost quit, but he was just, something just snapped it back, that passion. If you're, if you're real passionate about something in life, there's going to be bumps in the road no matter what it is. Don't quit. <laughs> just keep fighting for it. You yeah. it right there. It's really it's helpful if you find other people that are uh, that share your passion. That's very true. You create a support support group. Uh, you know uh, that that helps a lot. But yeah, number one number one piece of advice: don't quit. I like it, and I guess we could end with that. Everybody, yeah. thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And again, just check out the links in the description. I'll see you in your nightmares. Have a good evening.